This episode of WTF Landier Radio Show is not brought to you by the World Economic Forum, WEF, but the members of the World Economic Forum are gathering to bring about the abilities to create a phenomenal world. What is the phenomenal world that we are looking into? Well, join the conference in Davos, Switzerland. Maybe you can get on the guest list of the World Economic Forum. WTF and WEF, not in collaboration, but possibly in the future. Not bought to you by Pfizer or any of its associates. Have you seen what's in that vaccine? Make sure you're reading the ingredients on anything you put into your body. You can thank me later. The views expressed at WTF Landia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Now, who could imagine a war, right? With people pouring into our country and we have no idea from where they come, the same people in many cases, the same people that just attacked Israel. You know that, right? Can you imagine what this guy has done to us, what he's done to us? That would have never happened. The attack on Israel would never, ever have happened. The attack on Ukraine would never have happened. And now it even pertains to Israel. What happened yesterday was incredible. I mean, well, so many people killed. I don't know you've been here, but the number was much bigger than they reported even this morning. It's a very big number, very, very big number, and vicious too, vicious. Young children just slaughtered. It's terrible what's going on. So now who could have... Welcome to your WTF Landia radio show, folks. It is your girl, Char Michelle, in full disclosure... I have a mouthful of Portugal's finest chocolate, Sierra de Estrella. And that's not, I'm not sharing that because it's Portugal's finest chocolate, although it's pretty good. I'm sharing that because as I turn on the news, I get nervous, so my, my my natural reaction to nervous energy is to laugh or to eat chocolate. And it just so happens that I purchased Portugal's finest chocolate last night, and it just so happened that sitting here on my the armchair of my desk, and it just so happens that I'm nervous. So I'm trying to, as I do this opener... For WTF Landia Radio Show, the world's finest podcast, the sweetest, most decadent and savory podcast with your host, Char Michelle. It gives me a chance to swallow it down. It gives me a chance to think my thoughts, put it together, 
It's a multitasking event when you host a podcast that is a one-man show. There you go. The last little sliver of creamy sweetness just went right down my throat. Thank you again to Memorias, 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 Serrata, Australia from Portugal. It's pretty good. All right. That guy. That guy that you heard there at the top of this episode. None other than DJT. He's back, folks. And he's got the bedside manner of ham hock. He's got the bedside manner of a bowl of beans that have been sitting out for a week. This guy, excuse me? Whoa. You have to have a certain, what do you call it? You have to have a certain taste for, or lack of, I don't know, lack of taste buds for this guy. He says, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. And I hear him saying, well, the news didn't report it. The numbers are way higher, way higher, way higher. The war, the, the war that's happening over there in the Middle East, nothing. None of it, none of it. Not, not a drop of blood would have been spilled on my watch. Oh, we're going to get that war stopped. And we're going to get that guy out of it. They put a gag order, order on DJT, I think, for stuff like this. I want to say it might be to, 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 <laughs> to stop him from saying such things that pour from his brain out into the microphone in front of millions of people for all to hear. He spoke about the deaths of young children and the fact that that would have not happened if it had been like, excuse me, are you God? Because the last I checked, you were a burly fellow with a big body and a narcissistic point of view. That's why I tell y'all, I know some of you who are listening to this podcast right here, you really went hard for DJT. You love the guy. But we should put no man before God. God says put no. He's a jealous God. And not because he's jealous of DJT. Trust me. That is not a thing. God is a man. He's a creator of, of all mankind and everything up in it. And every drop of money that would go into anybody's bank account. So, he doesn't need Trump's wealth or his, let's just call it his, his stature. But uh, it's, it's very narcissistic to think that a, one man could have halted a whole war and stopped all these innocent deaths. So, the DJT supporters, go in. Take inventory of who you're following there when you're really going hard in the paint for such a man. He's just... Well, he's just a man. And uh, it made me feel uncomfortable. But what made me, what, what he did say there, though, he did speak, speak a few facts. And the few facts are something that we should look into pretty, pretty sh- certainly. And that is the fact that uh, he did mention that there are probably more deaths than we know. I've been following a good friend of mine, Jesse Macheknik. And he is of Jewish descent, and he is horrified at what's happening on that soil, in that holy land. 
And it's not for what you might think. And it is not for what you might think. And because it is not for what you might think, the thing about it is this is try this is traversed many much ground. This war is gone into a different stratosphere when it comes to uh, what we are what we are looking at in regards to first of all what's happening in our world second of all who it's affecting and DJT did although he mentioned it in such a way where it didn't provide much you know comfort it's true it's affecting children in such a way that this is not anything that any person with any kind of moral ground moral high or low ground with with humanitarian heart or just a human being that is alive and breathing would give the green light to unless you're just well out there and in you know those cases and you're on your there's a select few of those types who don't care about children or men or women. So this is interesting that we're here and we're, let me let you guys hear what Jesse Machechnik thinks about what's going on. And this is up to date news. Um, this would be October the 16th, 17th, 2023. And uh, we'll hear what he has to say, and then I'll come back and I'll share my opinion. Oh, hold that thought. Welcome to WTF Landia Halftime Show. Press pause and go ahead and grab your favorite snack and your most tasty drink. And we'll meet you back here in just a few. So many of us have been trying desperately to get everyone to address and acknowledge the genocide that is unfolding in front of our eyes in Gaza. Over a thousand kids have now been killed. Over a thousand children. Over 2,000 in total. Over 10,000 injured. Countless displaced. Electricity in the water has been cut out for so long it is almost completely exhausted. Hospitals cannot function. Over 50,000 pregnant women do not have access to clean water. People are drinking seawater in a desperate attempt to stay alive. They're storing bodies in ice cream trucks. This is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is multiple war crimes being committed at once by one of the largest militaries on the planet with the direct support and encouragement of the largest military on the planet. And all of this is happening to a stateless people who've been trapped by the very same people who are now obliterating them. But you don't want to think about that because it's uncomfortable and it doesn't fit the narratives you've been told. I'm Jewish, I understand, but it's time to show a bit of discernment here. It's time to open your eyes. The Israeli government is not Judaism and criticizing them is not anti-Semitic and criticizing them does not mean that you support Hamas and some of you are not only ignoring this situation but you're still actively supporting the Israeli government and many of you are the same people who were absolutely mortified when innocent Israelis were slaughtered a week ago and you should have been that was horrifying why is this not horrifying why did those lives seem to matter to you so much and these lives don't seem to matter to you at all Woo. 
a lot of guts to say out loud. Jesse Machechnik and I, again, want to thank you for your passionate plea to the world. Anyone who will listen. Because the fact of the matter is, this war is different. I've said it in the three podcasts before this, since this war has started, since hours Maybe an, maybe hours after the first missile, an hour or less after the first missiles were fired. This podcast was broadcasting about it. I just happened to be up in the middle of the night when this news broke. So, I think we can agree that this war is different. And I said it then. This is different. This is this is this is biblical. This is prophetic. It doesn't make it hurt less, and it doesn't make it more comfortable. It just makes it a f- the ba- the Bible speak facts. This war is Ezekiel twenty four. This is this war is Joel. This uh, Joel thirteen. This is this war is um, a lot of scripture. Sorry, I have to look it up. This war is a lot of scripture because I've been doing doing a whole bunch of studying, folks. And this war is leaping off the biblical prophetic pages, and it does not make it more comfortable to know that. So, I do say, although DJT did not have much goof. He is on to something here. We're not going to know the amount of deaths that are occurring from them. We are not going to know the, the depravity. They're turning off water and electricity. And also, I might add, that was posted on my end two hours ago. Since then, five minutes after that post was made, the news came in that Israel bombed a hospital killing at least 500 people. A hospital. Now we do know that we have GPS capabilities, right, on these things. I'm, I'm imagining. I don't make these missiles, but I'm imagining we have advanced to this point where we can have AI look like Kendall Jenner. We could probably know where, where our targets are. So, that's it. I don't want to. I don't want to hear from the Israeli government, but that they did not know that that was a hospital. I'm saddened by this, and maybe I should not judge DJT because my podcast. Some of the most hurtful things I have this hiccup that I have to like laugh a little bit because it's just a nervous tick. It's not funny half the time. It's not funny. It's just super highly uncomfortable. It's like how do I how do I actually address this? And it's seriously, I've said it a million times on this podcast. Y'all know me. If you've, if you've stuck around for this podcast broadcast for this amount of time, then you'll know the candor and cadence that your girl, Sean Michelle, has here. And I tell you what, some of the more driving force podcasts that have been very popular, and some even went viral, they have been uncomfortable to talk about many times because that is my je ne sais quoi, to talk about the hard news in a subtle way. I try to add humor. I'm not a comedian. I'm not Kevin Hart by any means. Uh, but I do what I can. And uh, this news here, even with DJT's uncoofed self, couldn't even make it funny. Still, I, I find it hard 
to uh, find anything. That's, uh, again, why I believe that uh, the gag order, and this gag order is a whole separate circumstance, that he's getting a gag order put on him by the New York justice system because of what they're doing right now in regards to his, one of the many cases I'm sure that he'll undertake while we're here on planet Earth. But he's still still not still not keeping this guy off the campaign trail, and I think the gag order is going to do a couple of things. A couple of things. Hear me out. Gag order on DJT is either going to silence this guy, or it's going to get him in jail. Either way, <laughs> Michael Rappaport will be happy. <laughs> Have you guys listened to Michael Rappaport's show? He's passionate. He's 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 passionate. I'll say that. Uh, and he's passionate about his disdain uh, uh, for pig, pig. I won't go there. I'll let you guys listen to his podcast and find out what he lovingly refers to him as. Or not, maybe not so lovingly referred to him. But anyway, um, either way, DJ, DJ T and uh, his mouth being silenced will be an interesting watch. I'll keep my eye on that for sure. Because I tell you what, I... Let's see what happens. He, this guy, he's got to be stopped a little bit. But he's got to go, too. Because he's got to be stopped in the sense that, see, God will not be mocked. And I know that people think he's a Christ-following man. And I'm not sure. I don't know what people do in their spare time. No one knows what I do in my spare time. And in my spare time, I can tell you what. I do sit with the Lord. Probably majority of my spare time is spent with the Lord because that's all I. But you might look at me and think, oh, she does. Maybe she does Pilates all day, or maybe she just you know takes selfies all day, or maybe she just you know I don't know does whatever she does all day, podcasts all day. But no, I can tell you what I do is I don't. So I don't. I don't know. I'm just. What I'm saying is, outside of outward appearances may not be what they are. What's actually happening. So I've learned. Let judge, lest you be judged. Judge not, lest you be judged. And so I will. I'll take that on, and I'll just say I don't want to judge what this guy does. He might be on his knees praying to the Lord ninety percent of his off time when he's not on Newsmax, pushing his presidency. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not sure. But also, in other news, I want to ba- I want to back away from that because the news is unfolding so fast. It has legs. It's running up my nerves. I have so much news. I can't I just know this. Keep an eye the, uh, another podcast will come out soon, and it's about our water. And I can tell you what. The next pandemic will be water. The next let's just call it incident will likely be in our water. So if you can boil your water, if you can do your thing, uh, when it comes to keep an eye on your water, maybe get filters in your home so that it can filter the water. But I just don't see that with such a, look at the water has been cut off in Israel in Jerusalem. The water has been cut off. Electricity's been cut off. The internet will be cut off. So wherever you get your news and get your, in- and we're going moving into the winter months, folks. It's gonna get cold. Keep an eye on your water and your electricity and your internet, obviously. 
because I think that's going to be our next big event. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. We'll get to that, I guess. Um, But I want to talk about something a little less chaotic to the brain. And that is uh, Travis Kelce and uh, Taylor Swift. Ah, T-Swifties. I don't know why or how her genre and her demographic of fan goes from toddler to, you know, 58. It's interesting. I don't know why people are saying that they've blacked out and they have amnesia since uh, they have gone to a T-Swift concert. I don't really care. It's not my thing. Taylor Swift and her her fans have quite the bond. They have quite the connection, so much so they don't even remember they went to see her. So I don't even know if Travis Kelsey knows what's happening right now. (laughs) But Travis Kelsey is fine. And he... um, (laughs) Atlantia halftime show. Press pause and go ahead and grab your favorite snack and your most tasty drink. And we'll meet you back here in just a few. find out the real reason behind this fucking relationship right here and there's gonna be some words that i can't say in this video or else it's gonna get taken down and shadow it but let's just say some giant companies are using people like this big p in the media usa is one of the two countries globally that allows parma companies to advertise big p receives tax breaks for spending money on ads they also spent 8.1 billion in ads and Americans spent $633 billion on meds just last year. Just last year. Let's look at some statistics here. This company was convicted of RICO charge in 2010 for fraudulent promotions. They paid $2.3 billion in 2009 after several felony violations. Had to pay $1.2 billion in lawsuits, etc. Just countless claims of these companies, lawsuits with these companies from doing sketchy shit. So is it a coincidence that Travis Kelsey signs a major sponsorship deal with that company while simultaneously making his relationship with the world's biggest pop star public that company and Kelsey TV ad is 32% more effective creating engagement for that company than that company without Kelsey. His jersey sales are up 400% since the Swift news and it's great timing for that company, right? And when you look at his past girlfriends, I think the guy clearly has a type. And here are some other endorsements from that great guy. Wait till you find out the real reason behind this fucking relationship right here. <laughs> I think we found a silver lining, people. I, th- I think we can, we can find Char's actual gleeful, cheerful laugh. <laughs> Swifties, we have cracked the code. <laughs> First, a couple questions. <laughs> is she vaccinated? Obviously, T. Kelsey is. He looks to be in, in cahoots, I mean, in, in a nice little partnership with uh, Pfizer. Let's just call it. 
And uh, he stands to get the word out there by um, dating the Swifty. And uh, you know what they say? Well, I don't know. If you get if you get under Swift's skin, you get the army. Anyways, I guess everybody's gonna get vaccinated. Is all I'm saying. And they might forget about it too. He's <laughs> like going to a concert. You just go walk up into the offices, wherever the Home Depot, wherever they're gonna be giving out this new vaccine after the water, after whatever they drop off in the waterways, or wherever. I'm not sure whoever they is. I'm just imagining that this could be a thing, but whatever. Um, and then that, uh, you know, Pfizer company will stand to make a killing on U.S. soil because they have a deal with uh, with uh, T-Swift's boyfriend. Everybody, all the eyes are, they got me looking over there. And I don't even care. And I know they ain't that, 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 that's not his type. Travis Kelsey like don't even like my type. I'm too skinny for him. He like a thick, beautiful black queen. Sheesh. <laughs> we know this is different. <laughs> Maybe he forgot. <laughs> he forgot his type. <laughs> I mean, can you... Can you blame them? She makes great music, I think, from what I heard. I'm not a fan. It's not my style. I don't cry over heartbreak. I just move on. And I moved on to Jesus this time. I'm not dating until... I'm not dating unless dude has a real good hold on speaking in tongues and praying for hours. Because that's it for me. I don't care. Don't even come. Don't even come near my dwelling with all that. And I know I'm cute. I'm probably cuter than I've ever been in my life during these times. But I'm not uh, I'm not willing to uh, sacrifice peace of mind and or my relationship with God to dive into the sack with some other attractive single fella. I've been there. Done that. It's not my thing anymore. I reject it. In the name of Jesus. It's not easy. It's not easy. No, it is easy to like reject that now, but it's not easy to know that you're excited to enter a life of love and happiness, but you just, you're not, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to leave your spiritual relationship and morals high ground and stuff behind for it. So I'm just praying that there's someone out there out there that's just as on fire for God, puts Jesus first, prays the first thing in the morning, first thing at night, uh, seeks God in all things, um, uh, in, in praise in Jesus' name, not God and to the universe. That doesn't make any sense at all to me. Why would you pray to the universe when you can pray to the creator of it all in the name of his son Jesus? Because that's what uh, the Bible says. So I just, I'm just there, right? But I, um, my point was, is that uh, I'm not sure Travis Kelsey knows who's he in a relationship. I don't even know if he knows what he knows. You know, I'm not sure. Tra- maybe, maybe Taylor Swift has a little rules of engagement where she play album, her, her freshman album all the way through her senior album first before you date before you get on the phone with her at that point your brain's scrambled like noodles and you don't know if you're gonna come out of this thing unscathed <laughs> Travis, <Skelsey. laughs> run get out 
as they would say in Canada, get out, Travis. I'm not sure. Anyways, it's one o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm trying to figure out, in my from my standpoint, from what I'm looking at, from what I gather, if it's a it's if it's high time for like diving further into the news, just so that I can come back here and have to report no more more news because it's happening so rapidly or if I should just relax breathe and pray and read the bible because that's the time that we are in now guys again like I said at the beginning of this episode is that just because this thing is scriptural and it's prophetic and it's leaping off the pages of the bible it does not make this hurt less it does not make people feel less it does not make people um want to fight less for the lives of people who are on different soil sure but could very well be us here's the thing here's the thing and i have to be break it to you guys the the further and further we get into this war that bombing of the hospital could trigger off of many many events because what happens it gets people upset like let's say people like governments like let's say the united states government they're like oh you know if or sorry the um brazilian government or the sorry the russian government or the south african government or any one of the BRICS, and they go oh iranian palestinians those people are being because it'll it'll reach right uh china if they start to see that people like that are being devastated by war, again, hospitals are being blown up with GPS systems that are known to know where it needs to go during such a time as this, then it's probably going to, this is a tipping, this is going to be, you know, imagine that there's that, that uh, the image of that uh, really, really hot cauldron of uh, oil or, or glass and it's you tip it over and it's that golden orange color it's just as hot as ever and it pours out it's that we're there it's pouring out and when it pours out what does it cause underneath incinerating fires right it's gonna it's this this is this is this this right here again you know, and this is not about choosing a side at this point. It's about choosing people. People, uh, innocent bystanders, are not supposed to be treated in this manner. And this is to spark up that entanglement of fear and the so-called need to act because of these orchestrated events that are taking place right under our noses and if you don't speak up I, I say this if we're not speaking about it we're complicit we're complicit you gotta you can't be you can't be sitting there on this kind of stuff here and going okay and it might be more difficult for people to speak about it during these times because of silencing mechanisms you know I do believe that this is a time in life where everything is so chaotic if you imagine like i said should i get off of it here and just relax should i go for lunch should i turn on the news or should i just you know you know read and pray i think i should do the latter but i also know that because there is so much one thing will happen so fast that your head will swim one thing after the next is a time that we're living in. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. 
can you not perceive it? This is that kind of, there's so much scripture, I can't even like, and I'm the one that's trying to learn not only the passage of scripture, but the actual, um, the actual chapters and verses, because a lot of times I remember the songs, but I don't know who the artists are, right? So I'm just trying to, that's me personally. A lot of people can go, and John first, and first, you know, first Corinthians chapter 2.13, this says this, and I'm, I'm learning, I'm getting there, but. In the meanwhile, I'm also understanding that uh, as I do these podcasts, I'm just, I'm just really, I don't, I'm not going to edit it. I'm not going to stop and search. This is not a video. This is audio. So I don't want to keep you too long. But I want to say this. I want to say that we are living in such times where we have got to be very aware, very certain, very clear that uh, although, again, Although these things are not comfortable, and although these things are prophetic, it's still one of those situations where we, people, we have to know that we still, if, if you're listening to this podcast, we are still here for a reason. We are still here for a reason. And we need to know that uh, while we're here, you can lean in, okay? Get in there, lean with it, rock with it. Lean into Jesus because the Bible says Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one gets to the Father but through the Son. And if you want, the Father is God. The Father is the creator. The Father is the creator of everything, both you and me and all the things in this world and in the worlds surrounding it is that God has breathed. God spoke in Genesis. God spoke and then there was life. There was light. There was dark. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, guys. All the, all the religions point to Jesus, but they also say hey they don't have the answers you got to pray you got to you got to meditate you got to go inward you got to be a good person everybody all of them point to jesus they know that jesus was the thing jesus tells you who he is on the way the truth and the life if you want to get to the father you come through me so that's just the bottom line so if we have a bunch of and and, and even in the court of law you have to have uh, witnesses right so we have a witness to know that there is jesus jesus lived and jesus is a thing and if jesus is telling you how to get to the father how to get to heaven how to get how to when when this life is done then you might want to go oh well everybody else said that he he was a thing and he's telling us who he is and what to do. I might as well try it. Try it, please. I urge anyone, even if you are here after the rapture has taken place, after all the believers, all the people who are crazy enough like myself to tell you that Jesus is the only way, that you will know that there's still hope. Because after seven years, you know, Jesus is going to have to come back and destroy the evil one. I call him the Wizard of Oz. He's going to destroy them. They have total pull back the curtain and be, and he'll be annihilated. And that's just how that story goes. So as, as the Bible is showing us what is happening in the prophetic timeline of things, and it as is scary and it, as it's hurtful, this is the wrath, this is the occurrences, and these are the things that must happen. But the end is not yet. And after seven years, if you've held tight, then you too can 
make your home with the Lord. But it ain't going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. And you're going to be told to not think that way and to think other ways and to not believe in this. And this person here that's walking the earth is the God. All these things are going to come to corrupt if the Bible is true like it is appearing to be. Then these are just and this is just a short little snippet of what you have to look forward to. Pick up the Bible, read it, go chapter to chapter, scripture to scripture from Isaiah on, Ezekiel on. Just pick it up, though. I'm serious. Because right now, these times that we're living in, Genesis on. Heck, if you have time, just, and you can find out for yourself. You don't have to go from my opinion, my word on it. People are running away from the Bible. As soon as I say Jesus, people probably might oftentimes click off this podcast. That is not my concern. My concern is to say it. So that you have heard it and that you know that there's hope. I don't want anybody to be living this life without hope. This is crazy. Children and women are being murdered, raped, pillaged, deheaded, decapitated. These are things that should even be being said right now. This is truth. And what you know about the truth, the truth is set, so set you free. So the truth is, the oh, check that out. The truth is the Bible. The truth is Jesus. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through the Son. That's John 14, 6. Look it up yourself. That's the truth. So the truth is going to set us free. Then who is the truth? The truth is Jesus. (sighs) Because right now, I'm telling you, as much as I like to laugh and make small jokes about the candor and cadence of the big man DJT who's about to get silenced who we'll have our eye on <laughs> it's not <laughs> this is, that might be the let's say the, the the comedic break that we need is that DJ T gets silenced so hard that he goes they can't silence me they, they're just they how dare them they're just trying to was a witch hunt and he sucks and he gets right to jail. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna get interesting. Anyways, guys, I'm gonna go and do my thing. I hope you have a wonderful day. If you haven't tried anything, try Jesus, and that's real. All facts, no cap. God loves you. You're made in his likeliness. That's why you look so good and and you have so much potential. The only way you can get to that, to know that potential is to accept his son as your Lord and personal savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. By asking, by repenting of your sins, saying, hey, I know that I have the ability to be ratchet. I know what I did was evil. It could be even a second ago. But Lord, forgive me. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart, to save me of my sins, cleanse me of your sins, baptize me in your Holy Spirit and your water. Allow me to walk on the narrow path Give me discernment and guidance as I walk on this narrow path. I know it's not going to be easy to follow God. The Bible says that wide is the gate that leads to hell. Narrow is the gate that leads to eternity with the Lord. That is right. That eternity. So I want to follow. I want to end up with God. I want to end up with the Lord. And I want to accept Jesus as my savior. If you died on that cross and you rose again, uh, to to save me from the sins that I was going to commit in, in the future, then I thank you for that. I nail all my sins to your cross that you defeated. And I accept you now as my Lord and personal Savior. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Then it's done. You can celebrate right there. If you said that prayer and you believed it and you meant it, you can celebrate. Because you too, my friend, if you believe it, you shall not perish, but you shall have everlasting. You confessed Jesus with your mouth. You believe it with your heart. Then you will not perish and you will have everlasting life. And that's not me. That's scripture. I don't say anything. I can't make anything happen. All I can do is say what I know. And half the time I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to trip and fall. But that's where God gives you grace. That's where the Jesus and his blood and his sacrifice on that cross and him overcoming the grave covers a multitude of sins. That's where that part comes in. And faith, your faith matters because faith without works is dead. You have to have faith. But just remember, your works aren't going to do everything either because you're going to fall, man. We're human beings. We're going to make mistakes. Right? But don't worry about that because when you make mistakes, say, Lord, forgive me and keep it pushing on the narrow path. The narrow path means trying to make less sins happen and stay on, stay in the path of righteousness. The wide path is just doing whatever you want and calling it freedom. And freedom is a sexual freedom. I'm a polyamorous. That's fine. And, and, and if you're trying to poly, polyamorous yourself into hell, I'm just going to keep it a buck. I've been there, done that. Okay. It's not, I, it's not like I, I, I've been to university. I've been to college. Okay. I'm going to stole the whole guy's girlfriend trying that way. It's ridiculous. It's a lie. And it's not even that fun after. It's just evil. We're trying to normalize making sin feel good, and it's just evil. It only feels good for half a second after that. It's just like, ah. Uh, now I got to try to get this chick to like him again because I don't want her. It's just, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just stupid. It's goofy. Don't don't live for pleasure for a short term when there's a whole afterlife, a long term of afterlife of bliss that you can have with God and not not can be bored circling around heaven and there's no needs in heaven there's no needs on the new heavens and new earths everything is met that means you won't get bored because all of your needs will be met we don't know what the heck to look forward to we just know we don't have to burn in hellfire whether that's in our desires and the things that we did that got us there or it's actual hell which the bible says the burning and sulfur, all that, search it up. Read Revelations, folks. But if you don't have to do that, if you can s- stay away from that part, then there's that, right? So I say, I say this to say this. Let's look into the long-term effects of what our short-term, don't make short-term decisions that have long-term effects, right? The long-term decisions right now, if you want to know that we are dealing with a temporary situation, people are dying second by second out there in the Middle East, in Jerusalem, in Palestine, in Israel. They're going to be dying second after second. Where are they going? Who have they said, Jesus, I serve you? If not, once you die, you don't get to change your mind. You don't get to then try to serve God and then try to get to heaven. The Bible does say this. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So whether you die first and you figure that out or whether you live right now and you figure out, you know what? I better just try Jesus so that if I die, then I will have a place that is not 
something that I could never turn off, a fire that I can never quench. There's a chapter in Bible where the guy does go to hell and he's like, if I could just get the tip of my tongue with a drop of water. I just, that right there alone makes me want to run to Jesus. I don't like being thirsty. Speaking of water, boil your water, guys. I have a feeling that the water is about to be our nemesis. It's going to be a, a bad, bad deal here. Watch your water. Watch your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your mind. Trust in Jesus. I'm not going to give you any other alternatives. Just be a kind person. Just give. Go ahead and give to UNICEF. Of course, do all of these things. But even Satanists do that. People who, who really rock for the devil. And we know. If you believe in Satan, you obviously believe in God. So even those guys do good things. They feed the poor and they do that stuff. Don't just do that. Do the extraordinary and say, I don't know. This is no proof, but I have faith to believe that Jesus died so that I can live. And I accept him as my Lord and personal savior. Later. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third party materials or or content of any third party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.